everyone, and welcome to part three, the end of the trilogy of what has been our Avengers Endgame special. And it's going to be longer than the actual movie of Avengers Endgame at this point. So take that as you will. We did it. Yeah. Too bad we didn't release these early. This could have been a test to see how long you can sit there without going to the bathroom. Yeah. This this would be a bigger test than Endgame itself. So be warned. We're we're about to talk about one final prediction that we talked about in our pre-Avengers Endgame special. And we're going to talk about what we think is next for the MCU. But... We're going to be talking about all this with full spoilers. So, please, if you don't want spoilers, I'm going to spoil everything. I'm going to do it any second now. I'm thre- I'm threatening. I'm going to spoil things. There's going to be a spoiler. I'm going to say it in any second now. Any second. Are you ready? Because don't, don't stay after the silence if you don't want a spoiler, okay? What? Captain America is worthy enough for Mjolnir. Wow. And that's it. And uh, so now we should... Probably the best scene of the whole movie. <laughs> that was amazing. Great so stuff. first, we're going to talk about something that almost leaked on this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you remember from our <laughs> pre-endgame special, there was a moment yes. where I was going to say something from the Infinity Gauntlet storyline yeah. that I thought happened in the Infinity Gauntlet storyline, which is what Infinity War is based on. Yeah. And I said, I said it's a big spoiler. Yeah. And you said you were okay. Yeah. Well, and I said, are you sure? Yeah. You said you, that you wished you didn't know it. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't want this spoiler. <laughs> I because it seemed like you really thought this was going to happen because you thought it was something that happened in the comic. So, um, you, I said we we decided to write it on a note, and I was going to put the note in my computer bag and not look at it until after I've seen Endgame. And I did. I saw Endgame, and I got home, and I suddenly was like, the note. <laughs> right. And so I checked right before I went to bed that night. And I opened my bag and lifted out a note, which I'm holding right now, to read the words, Thanos undoes the snap. Yes. And I sat there, and I was like, that was not what happened. No, <laughs> it was not. Now, I do have an update. Yeah. I have read the Wikipedia article. Apparently, I was thinking of the wrong comic. Oh, yeah? So not I, the I believe Gauntlet. that Thanos Undoing the Snap is from Marvel Universe book. It's an Elseworlds book called The End, which is like a possible the end of the Marvel Universe. Oh, okay. So I, I read, and I, I went back after, like a week before Endgame. I was just like, am I remembering it right? So I read the Wikipedia about trying to find out who undoes the snap. I was just like, Oh, I was wrong. It's this character. I finally read the Infinity Gauntlet. Was not that character either. So I Wikipedia screwed me twice on this thing. Oh. The true answer of who undoes the snap is Nebula. Oh. In Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, I mean, I guess technically in this it's the Hulk. If you're talking about specifically who sna- yeah. who did the snap. But, um, yeah, Nebula contributed a lot in this story in Endgame, which was interesting. Now, for this up for this update, was it were was it the right decisions not to tell you that spoiler? Uh, Looking back. Well, I'm glad I didn't know anyway, because I probably would have been expecting something too much <laughs> and then it wouldn't happen. I don't know. Like, 
I, I'm glad I didn't know. Would that poss would the possibility of that being um in the movie was that type of detail worth not knowing? If that was actually what happened, that is I mean, obviously it's a huge spoiler. If I had read it and then saw the movie, uh since it didn't happen, it didn't matter. I probably would have, I, I don't know. Because it wasn't a spoiler, so. It wasn't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I, it I was. was nebula. Oh, so you're, um, I mean that, it didn't, they, they didn't follow it exactly. No. Whatever it was. It's, it's not in exact adaption. It's a very different storyline. Yeah. Which is, which is, I guess, cool because it, at least there will be people who are who have read all the comics and are still getting something new. Yeah, yeah. So now we come up with what's next. Yeah. Now this is a very interesting case of what's next. Normally, and especially guess what's coming up next. Yeah. Like, what do you want to see with these movies? Like when we saw Infinity War, and we were like, "What's next in Endgame?" Uh, or what's next in the rest of this Infinity Saga. But now we're th- talking about what's next after this saga has ended. So Yes, so do you have any what's next that you think will happen that you want to see? Oh, well, I don't know. Let, let's piece together things we've mentioned in, in the past. I, I think that um, we're going to see Guardians 3... With Thor involved, it seems, um, and I'm gonna have to wait and see how they integrate Gamora because, as we've talked about, it could be messy. Um, I think that we're going to see um, we're going to see. I think a lot of, and maybe Far From Home will just deal with the bulk of it, and then the rest of the movies won't deal with it as much. But we're going to be seeing a lot of like what's the world without Iron Man or even what's the world without Captain America. Although hopefully we see him involved some way still. So the next MCU film directly would be far from home. So with that being the one directly after it, it's probably going to have the largest weight, emotional weight of what just happened. Will in it though? Well, will it? I guess no one's the crew from homecoming. Will y- it though? You're right. But um. Well, to be honest, the, the the newest trailer did seem like it has some emotional beats, um, which we could like. I mean, debatable of like how effective it is, but like <coughs> Peter Peter was really close to Tony Stark, uh, and so I think we're gonna see a lot of Iron Man dedication in that film and possibly other coming films. So. We're gonna see. We're, we're gonna see a bit of those things. Um, those are some general thoughts. I don't know if you have a more specific. Well, I said this is gonna be interesting. What's next? Yeah. So when I talk about what's next, I have this to say: I don't care. <laughs> After so many disappointing movies the last few years, and how the um this movie. And now this movie, with how they handle certain characters and made the MCU continuity now a mess, I've completely lost interest in this past its prime, past its prime garbage franchise, and won't waste more time with it. 
Um, Dude, there I'm you go. done. I I quit. You know, like, <laughs> well, let's stay tuned for the episodes. The, our next specials where we talk about it <laughs> from only my perspective. Yes. That's going to be fun. But, uh, yeah, you know, we've had season three, no new major specials where we both know what we've seen. This is the, this is the darkest timeline. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, there, to get hopeful, though, you may ask, is there anything that can make me care about the MCU again. And I was thinking about it. Is there anything that would make me like consider jumping back in? Yep. And I would say this. It would take a great, not good, a great solo Spider-Man movie and a great X-Men movie to get me to start to care again. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what if they did the entire thing that you would want to see where Captain America is still involved as a mentor and it's a Captain America movie? Uh, would that not be enough? I don't think that's what they're going to do, but if they did, that would be enough. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Um, personally, I still want to invest a little bit in upcoming ones. I'm certainly not as excited because I don't know. There's nothing in particular in the near, near future that I'm that excited for in it. But, um, I still want to give these movies individually a chance and maybe they'll be good on their own. Uh, you know, I just, if the universe, even if the universe aspect of the cinematic universe is weaker maybe they'll be good on their own i, I don't know so I, i'm gonna continue giving them a chance and why not since i basically liked most of the movies of the past couple of years so yes so and then like i the two i talk about how i don't i haven't liked the movies past years and the the big two exceptions are thor ragnarok and black panther yeah so um, oh, crap. Where did we go with this? Okay. So. I told you about this. I, I threw this upon you. Yeah. Now, we know that um, Kevin Feige has said that after Endgame, there's five years of storylines planned for the MCU. So, I'm asking you. Should they use that five years to expand the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Or should they use that five years... To wrap everything up, tie a nice bow on it, and then reboot. Um, well, honestly, even even if like even if like you were wrong and everyone who loved these movies is still gonna love these movies, and the opinion of most of them is still going to be good, and uh. And the legacy of this saga is always going to be super positive. Even then, it's still really, really hard to have something that people care about in the cultural zeitgeist for this long. So thinking that another five years and you're going to grow it even more somehow, that's like very bold to... Uh, so I guess basically 
it's it's almost like if you I guess it's almost like if you're trying to end a series like a TV show and you're at the point where it's like do we end it on a good note kind of a- attitude um and if they were to after this 5 years continue on for even more years there's a chance like once people stop like you know they make less money maybe less money is invested in them if it could get even worse and worse um there's definitely you know a lot to be said for just ending it after these five years and um being like okay we've pewtered it out and also a lot of times choosing an end date can often make things better a lot of times when shows are like this is our last season and we're going to prepare it for being our last season a lot of times that makes it better because a show that just kind of goes on too long and then it starts to get bad and then they have to end it. Uh, I mean, planning for an ending is often better and makes for better storylines. So there's a lot to be said for that. But I would think that they should take a couple of years to see if they can continue its growth. And at a certain point in that timeline, make the decision Maybe it would be like to me more like a seven, eight year decision, but um, I think they have another couple of years to decide. Like they can, they can build it up as if it's going to continue for longer. For now, although you said that they have a five year yeah. storyline plan, I don't know. I think they have a couple of years before they have to s- start uh, planning for that one way or the other. So, I will say, I think that they should use this five years to wrap everything up and reboot. And then I wrote down six reasons why rebooting now. Yeah, and this is something I've been thinking about before Endgame came out. About why rebooting now, playing for a reboot now, will be better for Marvel in the long run. So, one reason is this franchise has been going on for 11 years and now has 22 films and is going to grow and grow the next five years. Yeah. For new viewers and kids being born today, that much continuity will probably be a turnoff. Yeah. And um, another thing is that Marvel Studios now has the rights for X-Men and Fantastic Four. The introduction of mutants, who have been around for centuries, will be a big change to the MCU and could create continuity issues since mutants have been around forever. Yeah. And you're adding a big franchise now with X-Men. Yeah, that's a lot of new characters. So. Uh, uh, yeah, continue. <laughs> so, number three. Unlike 2008, Marvel Studios has the rights to use Spider-Man, X-Men, and Fantastic Four. Rebooting can allow these characters to coexist with the characters that will that either have left or will leave soon. Because as of right now, the X-Men will have never interacted with Iron Man or Captain America. Yeah. And Spider-Man barely interacted with Captain America. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it'll... No Reed Richards and Tony Stark. It, it'll be really messy to add in these new properties. I, I would agree with you even more with, on the premise of adding um, new characters. Like... 
I don't know. Could you maybe like I could maybe see them integrating like Fantastic Four? Do they own? Did they get Fantastic Four with that? Yeah. Was that owned by Sony? Okay. No, it's or, oh, it was Fox. Oh, yeah, Fox. I meant. Um, so I, that maybe, but X Men would be very hard to integrate into the current MCU. Um. So that would be something more that would get me on board to rebooting. All right, number four. When Mar- Marvel Comics was going bankrupt, Marvel began the Ultimate Universe with Ultimate Spider-Man that introduced Peter Parker to a new comic reading audience. Later, Ultimate versions of X-Men, Avengers, and Fantastic Four. Starting over gives new audience members an easier chance to get um, into the franchise without having to go through so much continuity. So... Ultimate Universe, it wasn't like you had to go through four years of comics. You could just go back two or three years and yeah. jump right in. Yeah. And, the, you know, that would make sense. Like, this is based on comics, after all. So to treat it a little like comics, where there are new jumping in points, is a a good move. Um, I mean, I like, I could maybe see a light reboot, maybe. I mean, like, for example, like Thor Ragnarok being, like, a light reboot in a way. Like, But it still has continuity. Yeah. But maybe an even or an a slightly harder but still light reboot on some of these franchises might help to not completely lose it. Not that that's necessary, but I, I just think it's another thing that's possible. I feel like after so many years, you gotta do hard reboot. Yeah. Um. Five. This is for the complainers of what I'm saying about rebooting the MCU. Some people will complain that only the MC- this version of the MCU matters. But after the 90s Spider-Man and X-Men cartoons, in the late 2000s we got Spectacular Spider-Man and Wolverine and the X-Men that some people think are better than those 90s shows. I think they're tied since you can't be perfection. <laughs> but um, that's the thing. Like There are so many some people who are just like, no, 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 no. But you don't know what the, what the possibility is. Like, Yeah. I don't agree. But there are people who like the Dark Knight more than Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. So, there is a chance, like, some people just say, no, keep it. But it's just like, not only are you getting something new, you could get something better. Definitely. Um, uh, Like, um, and I think another thing, um, I think people might need to realize that, like, you know, more of more of what made it good had to do with, like, the teams behind, like, all of this. Like, integrating a whole cinematic universe. So, if a lot of the same people who did it right were on board... No, plus, no. You start over. New vision. Oh, okay. Feige would be replaced. I see. Nothing against him, it's just he's done it. And I think doing it for so long is kind of catching up yeah. with him. That's, but you should start with a new vision. Oh, yeah, vision. people people definitely, they should start with a new vision. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's uh, the first movie, Vision Solo. <laughs> um, you actually make a good point because we talked about, like, the burnout aspect before. Um, I guess that was just one idea of getting people on board to the idea of a reboot, but the chances of that actually Maybe being Maybe publicly... Kevin Feige passing the torch to someone else to yeah. be the head of Marvel Studios. Yeah. Alright, and this is the last one. And it's the most important. Superhero characters that go on forever 
need to be continually reintroduced with a new vision for a new generation. In a few years, kids born today will not go back and watch the first Iron Man because it's quote-unquote too old. And to have future Marvel fans, the characters need to be reintroduced to a new generation. And if not, this is why DC characters last forever and Marvel characters will soon be forgotten. Yeah, I I can agree that like if you only have one Iron Man... You know, like if if you never had an, uh, I mean, like, like like let's say like if the only Superman was Christopher Reeves and you never ever considered replacing it because it's too perfect, they're just the reality is they're just going to be new a new generation that is just never going to check it out because it's an old movie, like <laughs> like I hate to say this, the shelf life of Dark Knight is coming to a close. There aren't going to be people born today who go back to watch that movie. Yeah, there's there's something. That's why whatever whenever this Matt, I don't think this Matt Reeves Batman movie is ever going to happen, especially with how they're going to introduce Bruce Wayne and Titans. Right. <laughs> that's like okay, this movie's never happening. Yeah. But whenever there's a new Batman introduced, that it's going to be for this generation. And that's that's the thing. Adam West was for one generation. Keaton for another. Uh, Bale and Affleck for another. It's just, yeah. you have to reinvent. Otherwise, yeah, they'll be forgotten. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if soft reboots can fix that problem, but... Soft reboots can... If, if this were just a trilogy, you could do it, but 22 movies? Yeah. It's getting time to... Yeah. Hard reboot. Yeah. I don't know. They they changed what the idea of like I mean, it kind of invented the modern like idea of a, a cinematic universe. So um maybe the standard has changed. I don't know. Like the problem, kids aren't going to watch the MCU with that much continuity and having to go back and watch old movies. Yeah. Mistakes could be made here if it, if the continuity becomes too important. Like, yeah. let's say, like, kids born two years from now, I don't think are going to go back and watch the first Iron Man. Yeah, unless they are, like, they're, unless parents are like, you gotta watch this classic yeah, but they're not going to care yeah, unless they not, have a new version for them. Yeah, exactly. You would need a new. You'd need a yeah. You'd need a new version in order for someone. Hey, check out this classic, and there's a new one. Yeah, like, it almost feels like part of why the Adam West Batman show is still popular is because Batman's reintroduced to new generations, and then older generations will show them that version. Yeah. But a kid isn't just going to go back to just an old version. Yeah. I mean, I got to ask this. Would we still be watching Star Wars without the prequels and the new? I know, Yeah, people can say what they will about the prequels, but I absolutely think that like there is a generation of people, kind of ours, the people who did manage to latch on to it, who are into Star Wars because of the prequels. And they either still unironically like the prequels or 
they've gr- or it introduced them to the good ones. <laughs> and now the new Disney era, whatever you think about it, has Same at thing. least brought it into the public eye. Same thing, like to where they they are going back and watching the old ones. There are tons of kids super into the sequels, like. A, and they wouldn't be into the original trilogy if it weren't for those sequels. Yeah, it, it, bringing it into the modern age, I don't think the prequels did a particularly good job of doing that, but it did <laughs> yeah. it well enough. Um, it, but the, I think the sequel trilogy at least brings it into the modern age enough to where like Star Wars is still super relevant. Um, so that's a good point. And in, in a way, it actually kind of... Um, like, sort of having these new movies that could bring kids into, like... Like, the whole, like, Legends thing, like, oh, Luke Skywalker's a legend. Then you can do exactly what we're talking oh, about. Like, introduce yeah. them to the originals. Depends on what order you see them, but... I can imagine, like, bringing a kid to one of the new ones and, uh... Kind of exactly what we just talked about transpiring. Hey, kid, you, you <laughs> like this movie? We got three more at home. I thought there were six. No, we got three more <laughs> We at have home. three more. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy wasted enough time on those movies. No more. Uh, All right. So. I'm thinking about watching every single one of them again before episode nine. Oh, and I'm, I'm going to try. I'm bracing myself for it. Oh, <laughs> that Phantom Menace, man. That's rough. You could do the uh, machete order, which skips the Phantom Menace, but you'd still have to watch Attack of the Clones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I look back, the prequels really could have all just been done in one movie with Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bulk of it happens. Yeah. All right, so I wrote down kind of what I would like to see All right. with a reboot MCU. Not what we normally do, but it is what it is. All right, so Fantastic Four, I think, right. should be one of the first one chronologically, the start of the new MCU. So it doesn't have to be the first one, but chronologically, this is where it begins because that's okay, Marvel's yeah. first family. Oh yeah, I I gotcha. And it could either introduce or reference Tony, a new version of Tony Stark, Bruce Banner, or Hank Pym. Okay. So basically, you're you're starting it off with an actually, hopefully, like good Fantastic Four movie that's that is like kind of the Iron Man of that. It doesn't um, have to be the start. It doesn't have to be the first oh, I movie, see. But chronologically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I kind of like how First Avenger. I gotcha. All right. So next one will be the fourth reboot, a Spider Man. So this one starts. The movie would start with Peter Parker. Packing up for college and moving out Aunt May's house. Maybe she gives him a gift that Uncle Ben planned on giving him when he graduated. And you could have Peter already knows Mary Jane. And either he's introduced to or already knows Harry Osborn. And something we haven't seen, we didn't see in the Sam Raimi movies, which is Peter and Flash have moved past their differences. And we see the start of a budding friendship between the two. And... Peter has been Spider-Man for three years and is not just a rookie anymore. And to pay for the bills, gets the job gets a job at the Daily Bugle as either as a photographer or web designer. That, yeah, I want to. <clears throat> who doesn't want to see him being a photographer again? Although web designer is a good change of pace. But. That's from the Ultimate Comics. Okay. All right. So X-Men. How do you reboot X-Men after? Uh, oh God! Did you hear about New Mutants? Uh, no. It's been delayed again. Oh. <laughs> April 2020. 
Jeez. <laughs> Remember when it was supposed to come out? Not in 2020. April 2018. Jeez. We're it's... never going to see this movie, are we? <laughs> I don't think so. You know, I at one time, because I knew it was going to be the end of the Fox era X-Men, I was hoping for like a cameo of Professor X. Now I just don't even care. Yeah. I'm just like... Whatever. I don't think we're going to see it ever. <laughs> it's just going to be delayed every year until it never comes out. Yes. Um, let's see. So for X-Men, Kitty Pride joins the X-Men, and we see through, through her eyes how the X-Men are reintroduced to a new audience. And the lineup includes Professor X, Cyclops, Jean Grey, Storm, Colossus, Iceman, Kitty Pride, and Wolverine. So... It's been a while since we've had the classic lineup of X-Men. Yeah. And then having a new character introduced is like the audience's point of view of meeting these characters again. Right. All right. And rebooting the Avengers. So the Avengers have been around for two years. So when we get the first rebooted Avengers movie, already established. And the lineup includes Captain America, Iron Man... Thor, Hulk, the Hank Pym version of Ant-Man, the Janet Van Dyne version of the Wasp, and maybe you have a new member joining the Avengers. Like, this is when they start joining Black yeah. Panther. Very good choices. Um, uh, wait, did you did you mention Wolverine in there? Or No. I almost expected it, because that's such a... That's another... Cool, because I'm just like, if we're rebooting, we should just probably start with the classic lineup, and I then gotcha. in the sequels you can switch up the Yeah, I was wondering about besides that. Besides the big three. Yeah, I was wondering about that. It can build to that, like the comics. Yeah, so... That's, that's what I would like to see. What do you think that... What do you think will happen? Do you think they will continue and build out, or do you think they will rebuild? Uh, I guess what I think will happen is they'll probably continue. Until it, like, really pewters out, then I could see them, like, going, okay, let's plan. Are we going to reboot in a few years? Um, But I think until they really start not making the money, they'll probably continue. Yeah, I I think they'll continue. I would like them to reboot. Do you are you leaning towards one way? Uh, Do you want them to continue or to reboot? Um it depends. I guess it really depends. Like I'm starting to question now cuz you know they're not going to recast. Um for now I want to con- to continue. I think I think what I would want I would want them to have now that they've established this saga kind of thing, I'd want them to have at least one more saga type of thing. So to essentially continue it for this second part of the MCU. Because would it go 11 years again or would it go seven? It can be a little or? shorter. They, they are on more of a roll now. They're doing three movies a year. Like, when did it start becoming three movies a year? Um, um, ironically, 2017. Okay, so... When I feel the, it was a, the beginning <laughs> oh, yeah. of the drop in quality. Um, so, yeah... It, if they're still going to pump out that many a year, they doesn't need to go that long. It could go like, well, I don't know. They they said five years. Do you think it'll be five years since they said five years of storylines? I think it five years starting with um twenty twenty. Okay, I think that maybe it could go like seven or eight years as a saga. That's kind of. 
it's quite a while. At that point, it's going to be so many movies that it would be like, it might be too late. <laughs> um, but I think that I'd like to see, I mean, now that they've established this format, I'd like to see at least one more saga and see if they can bring it, see if they can reel it in and make it happen in a pleasing way. Um, like, I like your idea of a reboot a lot, like a total reboot. I think that makes sense, but... In, like it, eventually, it will have to happen. Yeah, definitely. But I, ju- I guess I just think that it would be very anticlimactic to have it pewter out in the five year and, and close it. Unless you're saying... Unless the saga was closing it. I mean, I don't know. In retrospect, should Endgame have been the end of the whole franchise? Uh, if it if it were, they shouldn't have started adding so many like new franchises towards the end. They should have just kept it the main ones, and then maybe have them guest star, and then yeah. But but now that they have, I think that they have potential for a different set of heroes in the next saga whether or not that's going to be successful. I don't know. I think, to me, they still have a chance to make me care as much about the newer characters. Uh, So, I can't... I'll have to say in a a longer-away retrospect whether Endgame should have been the end. Alright, so... (laughs) So, besides my Tony Stark is in Spider-Man Far From Home prediction... Which I look forward to you telling me how I was right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any predictions for Far From Home? Um, you made a really compelling point with that one. Honestly, uh, I kind of think... I think he's going to try to be Iron Man. Like, <laughs> like, I don't really want that either, but I think that there's a chance that he realizes... Like, I guess my dream, as like, similar to one of your hope, like, just hopes, like, this is what they should do. I think that they should have him trying to be Iron Man and realize that he can't do that. Wasn't and, that the arc we had in Homecoming, though? Uh, it should have been, I guess, <laughs> but, yeah, I think that if they're gonna make, like, a trilogy, I think they're allowed to, um, have him not get there yet in Homecoming. So you want the Man of Steel route, where he doesn't become the character... Well, he has been the character in other movies, but <laughs> you want him to... You want, like, the Henry Cavill Superman route, where he doesn't become the character until the third movie. I would hope that he becomes the character by the end of Far From Home. Do Will I you, think it's going to actually happen? <laughs> I don't think so, but I think that's a hope of mine, I guess. It kind of makes sense, like... I don't think it's impossible because, like, I mean, I don't know. He, he's spider. Like, he says so many things that feels like it hints at that he understands that, you know, he's his own person. But I just don't know if they're going to follow through with what they're setting up. <laughs> because I thought that Far From Home was going to be him finally being a neighborhood-friendly Spider-Man. Until we the title and the pl- pl- synopsis came out. Yes. Which were, I was kind of like, well, thought you wanted to <laughs> be. And then in Infinity War, is it Infinity War where he says... Uh, he can't be a friendly yeah, neighborhood. If there's no neighborhood. Spiders, there's no neighborhood. And then I was just like, yeah, he's going to just 
be hanging out in in uh, New York um, when the next movie comes. Uh, I mean, it, it's possible. I guess I'll hold out another prediction that what I wanted will finally happen in the third one, which is that he's <laughs> going to realize that he shouldn't want to get so far from home, that he's not Iron Man, and then we'll see a conclusion where he's friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's a hopeful prediction, but I'll say it. Um, just because it seems like an arc. Do you think that can only happen if they switch the creative teams? Uh, Do you think that can only happen if they get rid of John Watts and they get rid of, I think it's, well, the two screenwriters who were on both films? Yeah, um, jeez. Do you think they need a Winter Soldier or a Ragnarok of just a completely new creative team after this one? They might. Uh, unless, unless those writers really want to decide to test their chops and write a different kind of movie. What I'm proposing is a different kind of movie, so they might need to, they might need a new, new, some new people. Alright, so we ask this question a lot, but I feel like every time we have a movie, it should be asked. Yeah. As of right now, well, Spider-Man Far From Home is the final film of the Marvel-Sony deal. Yeah. We don't know. Maybe they have secretly extended the deal. Maybe they secretly canceled the deal. Maybe that multiverse thing is to get Tom Holland to go to the Venom universe. <laughs> Either way, if you had your choice right now, do you want Spider-Man to continue to be in the MCU or do you want him to leave the MCU and be rebooted? Because I'll just say this, as much as I like him in his three Russo Brothers appearances, seeing why he is the way in Homecoming, and like they're even getting him Happy Hogan now. Yeah. It's just like, it's a lost cause. It's not worth giving up. I want him out. Yeah. And rebooted. Um, I mean, I guess for me, because I give things, like, I just, I'm giving, obviously, uh, so much benefit of the doubt um, that I think that there's a chance uh, that it'll go where I'm imagining it. Uh uh soon here but um i don't know like i don't know like imagining yet another spider-man reboot from sony doesn't like necessarily excite me that much just because i guess we've already gotten so many i guess i kind of want spider-man to be in a cinematic universe uh like i think i i would almost rather him be rebooted in the mcu but that's not going to happen uh, unless Marvel completely reboots. Yeah, I think okay. That's what I would probably want is a total reboot of the MCU that includes Spider-Man. Would probably be what I'd want to see. I'll just say this. Now, some of you would be like, "But it's Marvel." I'll just say this. Looking at Sony's tenure, they made the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah, they made the Amazing Spider-Man films. They made the MTV. Spider-Man animated series. They made the spectacular Spider-Man animated series. They made Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. They made 
Now, I haven't played it, but I've watched some clips online of the new Spider-Man video game. Right. Marvel has made Spider-Man Homecoming, the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, the current Disney XD show, which is, you know, it's pretty good, but it's not on the level of Spectacular or the 90s cartoon. Yeah. And they're doing... So, yeah, those are the three we have. For me, no contest. Sony has proven themselves multiple times with this character. Yeah. They've they've had, um, I think probably, like, the worst thing they did was um, Amazing Spider-Man 2. I still find that film enjoyable. Like, they did the Sam Raimi trilogy. They did the first Amazing Spider-Man. They did Spectacular Spider-Man. Spider-Verse. And now... Even, like, MCU fans are talking about how much better this video game version is (laughs) than the MCU version. Yeah. It's just, for me, it's no contest. I want him at Sony. They've proven themselves enough. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, part of me almost doesn't feel it to be that necessary when you do have stuff like Into the Spider-Verse. And when there could be, like, they can still do more stuff in... Relating to Spider-Man, uh, so it doesn't feel like a aching need, but I get what you're saying. I would certainly be very excited to see another like standalone Spider-Man movie. I always would be, um, and him out of the MCU or out of a cinematic universe would mean that I would just get a Spider-Man movie and wouldn't have all the Iron Man ties in, which is my really the the biggest complaint that i agree with you on about homecoming um so i i I definitely get it but i don't feel too much of a need for it all right so after i watched the spider-man far from home show not that new piece of crap which sounds it it could maybe it'll turn you and it'll make you want to see it (laughs) oh i doubt it (laughs) Uh, what do you think the chances are of that? <laughs> um, I like one percent. I'll just give 1%. a generous one. Okay. A generous one percent. So after I saw the original trailer, I had three predictions for Spider-Man: Far From Home. Okay. Predictions that I don't want to be true. Kind of like how I said I don't want the MJ thing to be true. Yeah. You know, which what's up with their? They made a whole thing. They made a whole same about. She's not Mary Jane, but they're still calling her MJ. Either she is MJ or she's not. Stop trying to play in the middle. Because I'm, I'm telling you, this is what their plan is. They're going to have it where every girlfriend Tom Holland Spider-Man is has the initials MJ. Just they're going to break it up reference. because they don't want to marry Peter Parker. They want him to be young. And they want him to be this annoying man-child. Um. They don't want character development like Sam Raimi. They just want him to be young, funny, and that's <laughs> I it. I don't know. In my head, I almost just imagine her as being MJ because it's so confusing But to they me. said she's not MJ. <laughs> I know, but I can't even fathom why they wouldn't. I don't know. Like, I get it, but like. It would have been different if she had no name. If she had kept her name to herself the whole movie or something. And yeah. then she revealed herself to be Mary Jane. But she's not. She's Michelle. They said she's not Mary Jane. It's, yeah. Guys, make a decision for God's <laughs> sakes. All right. 
I had three predictions I didn't want to be true. Okay. But I don't think are impossible. Okay. And really, you are supposed to tell me that they aren't possible. That they won't happen. Okay. And I hope you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, well, I guess I can go reverse. Because I think reverse is more possible. Okay. okay. So, three, two, one. Three. Spider-Man will defeat someone with a spider or web fart. An idea Ned probably gave him. <laughs> I don't think that's... I think that this is going to be a little bit more of a serious movie, honestly, based on the new trailer. I think it's going to be a little bit more serious. Really? Yeah, I think so. All right, number two. Peter will learn that Tony Stark is his biological father. That would be... That would be dumb. I don't, but would it happen? Maybe. I don't <laughs> I don't think so, but it's a little more possible. I don't know. All right. This is the one I'm banking on. Okay. At the end of the movie, Peter will walk in on man happy together. Wink, wink. <laughs> right. And they do the same bad joke from the end of Homecoming, but reversed. I would say that's the most possible of these. Was uh, that was that your goal, or is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the most possible of these. Um, I don't know. Uh, this running joke, even though it's a it's like a little too much, it doesn't bother me that much because like um, it's not oft that like a uh, a female character is played like this, and it's. Uh, not supposed to be shameful, but uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's just like, you know, the same running joke for so long. Uh, like Hulk hating stairs or something. It's <laughs> so, but this, this one, it at least passed through the writer's room. It's, it's, it's <laughs> either going to happen or that it almost happened. <laughs> oh, man. They right. considered it. When Avengers 5 comes out, so we're talking yeah. a few years from now, will the MCU still be the king of superhero movies, or will we have transitioned to something else? So something we uh, asked in... It's going to be that Shazam trilogy. It's oh, gonna, yes. <laughs> that's going to replace it. Uh, I don't know what could possibly be the new king. I think it would be more likely that just superhero movies phase out a little bit because I don't know what would replace it. Like DC would have to have a big comeback. Um, I don't know. Without Cap and Iron Man, I could see people being a lot less excited, obviously. So, uh, my guess would be that that maybe they're the king, but they're the king of a smaller town. <laughs> so, I said, there are four reasons why I think the MCU, by the time Avengers 5, will no longer be the king of superhero movies. One is they got rid of Cap. One is they got rid of Iron Man. Three, their continuity is such a mess now, and it's uninviting to new people. And four... We see pop culture go through phases, right? Yeah. We went through the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy to the Nolan Batman movies, now to the MCU, specifically the Avengers. 
And it transitions after a number of years, especially when after the third movie, and really Infinity War and Endgame were two parts of the third movie. Yeah. I think that it there will be a shift. And I think that's actually good for the franchise. You don't want just the same one like to be ahead and then they'll there'll be a drop in quality. I've said it on our pre end game special and I still believe it. I think that in a few years I I think that by next year we can say Wonder Woman is the king of the superhero movies. That's right. Wonder Woman, the first one, pretty much beloved. Yeah. This is DC. They have a history with second movies. Superman 2, The Dark Knight. And look, I don't like it more than the first one, but a lot of people like Batman Returns. Like, I still like Batman Returns. It's an enjoyable film. Mm -hmm. It's not like Iron Man 2. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, I think Wonder Woman 2 will be better than the first one. And I think we'll be seeing Wonder Woman is now the face of the superhero genre. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember you bringing up this point, and it, I think it's a good one. Because Wonder Woman was the one thing that gave people hope for the, for DC when it came out. And I think that that makes this one very anticipated. So, with all that's happened... I mean, what, let's be honest, Wonder Woman is really all they have right now. Yeah, I mean, they pretty much botched Superman. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what's going on with Batman. Yeah, Suicide Squad. They're pretty much rebooting. Yeah, Aquaman made a billion dollars, but it was another divisive movie. Yeah, Shazam, positive reviews, but it wasn't a breakout hit. Yeah, it's not a character people are gonna obsess over. Well, maybe, but <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think it will be Wonder Woman. I think so. I honestly think I think Aquaman has some chance. Obviously, it wasn't as loved, but at least you know, not to be the king, but to uh, be liked still. Um, but more than Wonder Woman? Not more than Wonder Woman. I just meant that like, if they started a like, if they had a resurgence where Wonder Woman two built up the reputation so much that they were the king at that particular time. I think there's a chance for other things. Like, I would think that Aquaman has maybe a place to, uh, a place for a a comeback after that resurgence. Maybe I'm just saying that because I honestly, I see a lot of positive opinions about Aquaman, but it's usually with hardcore fans. So I don't know. I I see a mixed reaction. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So, final thoughts on Avengers. Endgame. I don't know who we want to go first. I don't know either. I guess I can go first. Yeah, this sure. Is a negative well, one. Yeah. Although it is a little hopeful. Yeah. Alright. Overall, this was a disappointing experience to end this era of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with. If I looked forward to the next m- movie like I did the Dark Knight Trilogy where I'm just like alright, look at this and think about what they're building to. I would have Felt thought that the past 11 years and 22 films were nothing but a waste of time. So, I, Dark Knight Trilogy really kind of made me stop kind of like guessing about where a movie would... Like, it's still guess, but it's not like built like what I think what will happen next affects 
how I view the movie. Yeah. That kind of like got that kind the Dark Knight trilogy kind of ended that. Yeah. So, despite some hiccups, Spider-Man: Homecoming, Iron Man Two, overall the MCU was an enjoyable ride that retold classic comics and later modern storylines like Winter Soldier, Civil War, and Planet Hulk. However, with a drop in quality, messy continuity timeline, and what they did with characters, there's no reason for me to continue. The current future of the MCU has no Steve Rogers or Tony Stark. Hulk is now boring. They ruined Spider-Man's solo movies, and the loss of Iron Man will probably hurt Spidey even more. How they re- and how they reboot Spider-Man makes me not interested in what they'll do with X-Men. So... Um, there's that. I already went through this with the Ultimate Universe comics and learned it's better to just stop. So, there we go. But, it's a little ray of hope. Yeah. That is, however, while the Ultimate Marvel Universe suffered a drop in quality and got rid of classic characters, when the franchise ended, those characters returned either through Ultimate Universe versions and later those dead versions came back to life. There is a chance that if they properly end the Marvel Cinematic Universe, those characters will come back. I don't know if they will. Yeah. But I think if there is a um, a proper ending, I'm going to guess I do think that they'll come back. Yeah. And um, while I'm done with this Marvel Cinematic Universe, eventually there will be a new version of these characters. Um, or, unlike DC that goes on forever, Marvel will soon be forgotten. And you know, I keep saying that because, guys, that's what will happen if they don't reboot. And when those new versions of those Marvel characters go to the big screen, I'll be there. Okay. <clears throat> um... So my my thoughts about this movie are again a little more in a vacuum because I'm just trying to look at, at Endgame itself. Um, but I thought the movie itself was a great uh, service to, uh, for the most part, a great service to uh, the movies that came before it and the journey that people went through through them. It did uh, amazingly at bringing the viewer through a nostalgic journey. Um, and while I find I could find critique in what it does mean for the MCU as a whole, I can agree with you that I wish that there may have been some recasting. I think that maybe Captain America's ending now that you <laughs> mention those points it could have been a little more uh, honorable, but um, I do like... Um, the prospect of passing a torch like or a potential for mentoring but overall i i don't want to speculate too much of of what my view of this will be going forward and in the context of the whole cinematic universe um and look at my journey which uh in the more in more recent memory with infinity war which you know, I see as part one of the story and Endgame, which I see as part two of the story. I think that as a two, uh, as sort of a, a duology of those two movies, 
I think that they followed up all of the drama they set up in Endgame, or sorry, all of, all of what they set up in Infinity War basically near perfectly in Endgame. I think they did an amazing job of taking those stakes sent in, in Infinity War, setting them up again in Endgame, and bringing them home to a really, really exciting and satisfying finish with all of the heroes coming back, giving them all their due, some really amazing and satisfying moments, especially for even bigger fans than I, I can imagine uh, just being amazed by. Um, I It has a, a, a type of plot that really always appeals to me. Um, and uh, it, it was just in an enjoyable experience that I thought it, it really made it feel like an epic conclusion to an, an epic storyline at the end of this saga here. So uh, Endgame itself was uh, a satisfying finish to me. All right. Now, I, I don't know if I've asked this. Did you like the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer? I, I think to me that this one inter- makes me a little more interested. It, it adds a ton more intrigue to the story to me than the first trailer did. Um, it kind of felt like the first trailer was like, uh, you know, it was very like they couldn't spoil Endgame at all. And this trailer was very much like, you want to see how this ties into Endgame? This is up to you. This is your final decision. Okay. Is it worth ending this special watching the Far From Home trailer? <sighs> it is up to you. Okay, Let, let's do it. <laughs> oh, man. I, the thing is, I don't remember it that well. There are two things I think you'll hate, but I don't remember it that well. And I want to I'm so curious to know if there's something I'm from. I'm so curious if there's something I'm forgetting. So it's just this. Yeah. Oh god. Jeez, I'm wondering what this is now. I am really- if it starts with this, okay. I think I must have seen this because I remember it starting with um okay. with Tom Holland giving a preface like, hey, it's gonna have spoilers. My heart is racing right now. Oh god. I know I'm gonna be pissed. I- <laughs> was it was it better or worse than the other trailer? I I would say pretty much the same. Okay. <laughs> but with some you did not just go there. Guy getting hit in crotch. I feel like right now is what would have happened if we had recorded our <laughs> Endgame special after watching it. Like, I'm just at a loss for words. Like, that was bad. I personally like the Mysterio fishbowl helmet. Yeah. And I think that looks cool. There's something positive. Like... <laughs> Sorry, regret saying, do you do you want to watch the trailer? <laughs> it was because I guess I'm desperate for a Spider-Man thing. If it was from a different director, I wouldn't have watched any of the trailers and would just try to go in cold, hoping for the best. Yeah, but knowing it's from the Homecoming crew, it's just like who cares? <laughs> you yeah. failed once. It looks like you're gonna fail again. Yeah. Now I have this question to ask you. Okay. Now. I am totally convinced that Tony Stark is going to appear in this movie. And I'm pretty sure, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure that when we see Tony, it will be Tony from an alternate Earth. 
So I have this question to ask you. Knowing that I'm not, I don't care what anyone else says. If we meet Tony from an alternate Earth, knowing from the comics that Tony doesn't die, is he the real Iron Man? And this version we saw this whole time is just an Elseworld version. Um, this is very like, I mean, that's uh, I don't know. It's like, also very like, what is the real Iron Man? I mean, it's a that's a deep question. But if someone, if you were, if you had this, or maybe maybe it's like um, their timelines are exactly the same until the Thanos invasion. Okay. Which one? This is like, um, I'm trying to think of the word. It's like, um, you know, the people, philosophy. Yeah, okay. Philosophical yes. question. Their timelines are the same. Yeah. There isn't like something, like, we all we know is that the timelines are the same, except for the Thanos invasion. Yeah. Which one to you is the real Iron Man? Is it the one you see... Infinity War and Endgame? Or is it this universe version that this Peter is pop is looking into? Okay. Interesting. Because if you look at it again, like philosophy, I guess, if you look at it as um like that would mean that that other universe, Tony Stark, that timeline connects to the other universe, kind of making him the real Iron Man. In the present, anyway. Um, what? I just, this is, <laughs> I just thought of something. What? If this is in 2023, what class trip are they on? Oh, they, or this is during the events of... Wait. When does this take place? 2023. Does that mean every single person involved in Homecoming all dusted? Yes. <laughs> and they're just like... Hey, we're the class. We were the class. We were the class. Well, think about this. He was a sophomore in 2017, yeah. right? So he would be graduating in like 2019 or 2020. Um, let's see. Let's. Was it the end of the school year? It, oh, it's homecoming. That's usually the beginning of the school year, right? Yes. So he would be graduating from sophomore year in 2018, junior year in 2019, and graduating in 2020. So he's class of 2020. Yeah. And so they're just like, now we're the class of 2023. Yes. <laughs> See, continuity is a mess. You know what this reminds me of? This almost seems like something more that we talk about in Unwanted Answers, but we always had this chant in high school where where we'd chant our school year, 2012, 2012, yes. 2020, 2012. And I always thought, what are they going to do in 2020? Because the chant would just be 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020. Yeah, like, um, <laughs> someone's probably trying to count it all up. Yeah. It's like 4,000 something. Yeah. And what time, what decade do you think that doesn't work anymore? Like 2056, 2050, well, I, I guess it, it already doesn't work in 2020, but I guess you could restart it in 2021. Could it have worked in the 90s? Like 1993, uh, 1993, 1993, 1993, 1993. Or uh, 19, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a short-lived chant because it's not going to work for all years. No. But which one do you think um, is the real one? <laughs> I, I'm not good enough for philosophy to know who the, like, who to even understand as the real one. 
I, I I would just think that whatever one is currently in our universe is the real one. Here's a question to ask. That Tony from the other universe now moves and lives into this Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Is that good enough for you to ju- to have that be how they bring back Tony Stark to the MCU? Yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> I would say that too. Yeah. I mean, technically, if he didn't die, because we know in the comics he doesn't die young, that makes him the real Iron Man. Um, yeah, that is true. What if they, um, what if he interacts in Far From Home, but then he's like, I have my own universe to protect. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, then that's the real Marvel Universe. Yeah, we never get to see it. I know. Well, maybe we do. Maybe we did up until a certain point. Okay. Maybe they'll be rebooted. Maybe now. at some point the timeline is diverged. Yeah. This, we're really getting way <laughs> into Well, that's what this. happens at the end of part three. Yes. Uh, which we're uh, probably nearing the end of. I think. Okay. <laughs> Last question to ask. Okay. Because I am so sure Tony Stark isn't far from home. What do you lean towards? I think there's going to at least be... I, I now think that there's going to be some kind of reference to him or attempt to... to since, since the idea of multiple universes has been presented, even in the trailer, and is, exists in this movie, I think I'm leaning towards your side of yes now. But I would say I'm at like you know, 55-60%. Like, I'm just kind of like, I'm towards there. Alright, so. Now, Sony has a little history of revealing too much in trailers. Yeah. What do you think would happen? What do you think people's reaction would be if in the trailer um, um, they show Tony Stark? It would be, it would be way too much of a reveal. Like just after Endgame, like literally, like the first trailer they release after Endgame, you take away the drama of him dying. That would be a terrible choice. Now here's another question to ask because I didn't know if I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. Because I don't care about spoilers. I'm not going to see this piece of crap. Yeah. There was an interview where Tom Holland said, "In this movie, there's going to be a scene." That makes people mad. And he asked John Watts about it. And he said, yeah, it's going to make people mad. To which I said, why are you trusting Marvel's most important franchise to John freaking Watts? (laughs) I got to ask this. Is there a chance that this, this would be so mean? That the way Tony Stark appears in this movie is an illusion created by Mysterio. Honestly, that's that is very mean, <laughs> but I almost like that idea. Like, <laughs> that would make someone that would make a, a really good villain. I mean, to be that mean, <laughs> I mean. It'd be mean to the audience, too, but, I mean, it's a pretty good villain. Although, what if they do it where Tony Stark is an illusion, and later 
Peter does meet an alternate universe version. When he... Yeah. What if when Mysterio is arrested, Tony Stark is the one who takes him back to his Earth? Oh. So there's like an illusion Tony and a real Tony. Yeah. And then it's like justice. It's like, yeah, but I'm real. And, and there's like a... Mo- like he comes out in the Iron Man suit and there's like this this moment like nice work kid. Yeah, and probably a moment where he's like, are you real? <laughs> and there's a moment where Peter and Tony get closure. Yeah. Great. Hear that? Hear that, Fuggy and the and the team? I mean, if we... <laughs> to go back to the Ultimate Universe, we talked about Mis- after Ultimatum, Mysterio. Yeah. Mysterio is the one that accidentally brought the Marvel Universe Peter Parker... Into the ultimate U- ultimate universe where he meets Miles Morales after Ultimate Peter died, mm. and that's how. That was a way to give Peter Parker his closure in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, and then he went back home. Yeah, he's got to have some closure in Far From Home. Yeah, yeah, or at least at some point because he he looked real sad in that trailer. So he gotta. <clears throat> I think he'll be in it. It's sad that's with this crew, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, geez, that's... Uh, we're probably about pewtered yes. out of topics Guys, for the special. we... This not only was a culmination of Marvel, yep. this was a culmination of this show, mm-hmm. and just like the MCU, Endgame has changed the dynamics of this show now yeah. in a big way. This is going to be a different show. I know. I was, Honestly, there was a part of me wondering if we had to cancel the show now. <laughs> I think we can find new stuff. Yes. We can talk about movies that I have seen and you DC. haven't seen. Oh, oh. Did I just go there. We could talk about... Spider-Verse 2. We could talk about actual comic books. I've been yes. trying to read more comic books lately. Um, like what? Uh, um, I'm mostly like... Not necessarily superhero ones, although like I said, I was thinking about starting somewhere like with War of the Realms. I've been reading... Like, image comics, like Paper Girls, sci-fi stuff. Yeah, it, that's a great series. Um, <clears throat> uh, right now, I am reading um, the Mark Waid run of The Flash from the 90s. And I'm also, right now, reading Spider-Verse, the original yeah. comic storyline. Which, by the way, Doc Ock in the movie, so much better in the crappy way he's in the book, the comic. Oh, because you know it's the storyline about oh, Doc yeah. Ock took over Peter's body, and that's yeah. how he's there. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we will have stuff to talk about for sure. I'll forget about this if I don't say it. I for a class, so I had to take a reading writing class in college, right? Yeah. Even though they're all that, but specifically uh, supplemental writing, whatever SWS. So I took one about Greek mythology because I'm just like it's the closest thing I have to superheroes. <laughs> yeah. And you know the story of um, the Odyssey about how Odysseus blinded the Cyclops and he said, and he told, he asked, what was your name? No man. And he said, and then the Cyclops went, I was like, I'm blind. And the guy, and the other Cyclops asked, who blinded you? And he says, no man. Right? Right. When I first read it, I thought it said Norman. (laughs) And I was just like, wait, what? Norman? (laughs) And I swear to you, I went through five pages reading it as Norman <laughs> before I'm just like, wait, what the crap? <laughs> Until suddenly 
I flip back and it's just like, oh, Norman. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Norman. Yeah. Mine sees what it wants sometimes. Yeah. So, guys, that is it for our Avengers Endgame special. We have fallen down the infinity rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. So much time, and now we have come to our Endgame. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Eventually, we'll get back to unwanted answers, but we're yeah. not expecting this show to yeah. run. The way we were it expecting did. probably two parts, and yes. here we are—a trilogy, a trilogy, and a, I guess, a fine start to a new season of the show. Yes. It'll be our uh, third year here. Third year. We've completed two of them. It's gonna be in. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting if we do a Spider-Man Far From Home special. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what we can do with the show for season three because, um, like I said, it'll be different stuff because we started establishing it a lot more just news in season one. In season two, it felt like it was a format. Like, we had mostly specials. Yeah. And for this season three, we'll probably see some weird stuff. We'll probably reach episode 50 where we're going to have a special. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> and we'll... Who knows if we do... We'll be the most hyped I've been to watch the movie since 2012. <laughs> yeah. And that will be the only time I've seen The Dark Knight Rises since 2012. So... Uh, You're in for a rude awakening. Yeah. Well, I mean, there'll be some similar format ones. Maybe Comic-Con ones. Maybe a uh, Rise of the Skywalker special. We already have a classic one recorded that we have yet to release, right? Yeah. yeah. But that's weird. The order is so weird. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Which <laughs> ones will we release first? Are these numbered differently than I thought? Okay, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Which order will we release them? I don't know. Uh, we had only two subjects that one time. Yeah, it wasn't much. Um, yeah. trailers and stuff. So, um, so yeah. Um, welcome to the new season. There's either yeah. three or four episodes out now. Um, uh, so it's a new season, but yeah, there's always a constant in this universe. There's some things that no matter what can never change, and it is Absolutely. that rabbit hole. There's only one way. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm pointing my finger up one way. One way. And that is, keep falling down that rabbit hole. <laughs>